The following is a presentation of Muddy River News. Hi, this is Ron Kincher from with Chaplain Carla Green, and this is God at Work, our third version of this podcast, and brought to you by Activate You. Why don't you tell the folks a little bit about Activate sure. You? Sure. Activate You is an online um, resource for um, how to actually put God at work, um, mm-hmm. God um, to have more of God in your work. And so courses, training, um, just information about how we can take a deeper dive than what we're going through going through here. So is it for workers and management or just anybody yes. that wants so, to incorporate? Right. So we have um, three levels that we're going to introduce in the beginning of the year. It's um, just that first level of workers. The second level is if you want to become a chaplain, how to get certified to do that. And then the third one is as managers, owners, how to actually align your business um, to more of what God has in store for you. And with the holidays coming up, this is December, Christmas is right around the corner. Is there a strategy that folks can use to incorporate that Christmas faith feeling into sure. business? I think it's um, I I think it's just even the basic of I think we um, when we talk about the Christmas story and uh, when Joseph was promised you know he was wrestling with Jesus um, Mary being pregnant with Jesus and mm-hmm. an angel came to him and said you know you will you will have a son and you will call him Emmanuel. God with us. And I think we just kind of pass over that because we've heard it so much year after year. But when you f- understand the implication of what it means for God with us, that means in everything. And, and other scripture supports that as well. Um, in Proverbs um, 3, 5, and 6, I think is what it is, um, that lean not on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I mean, what an amazing promise. And Solomon that King mm-hmm. Solomon wrote that, and the you know still the the um, on record the most the wealthiest man in the world had such a relationship with God because he acknowledged God in all his ways. Granted, he fell apart towards the end, but mm-hmm. but um, but it's still the idea of how do we acknowledge him in everything that we do. To me, feels like he wants to be a part of what we're doing in life, and he wants to breathe into it. So, really, the application of God at your or faith at your work is no different than applying it to any other part of your life. That's right. It doesn't live like what we touched on last time. It doesn't live outside of. I mean, it does live outside of church. You know, mm-hmm. it's uh, it does. It's not just a Sunday morning, Wednesday night type of in your family sort of thing. It's it, everything. God wants to be a part of it because. Um, we're, we are the ones who bring hope to the world now that Jesus, I mean, Jesus showed us how, Mm -hmm. um, with his life and ministry here on earth, he, he did it in the marketplace every day. And so now he's shown us how to be the hands and feet as the church, um, whether it's the church as an organization or churches, you individually being a follower, he showed us how to do that, but we need his help. We can't just go, okay, I've got my orders. I'm going to go out and do it. No, he wants to be with you. And help you understand uh, the things that are coming coming at you and how to respond. Do you think there's some hesitancy with people, though? Um, they may have faith integrated in their family life and other portions of their life, but then when they get to work, there may be some hesitancy. Do you think there's like a stigma about that? Um, I think there is because I feel like it's it's kind of done. Many times it has been seen as maybe not authentic or just be, just be happy, just be kind, mm-hmm. just be, you know, like this – phony niceness and not real 
as maybe sometimes what it comes off as, or, you know, I have to have a Bible study or like something that doesn't feel natural. But when we, when we have a, when we're in tune with God and what he's doing in our life, it should just be part of a conversation of, you know, whether it's, you know, I'm just being told to like, you know, say this, like, you know, why don't I, why don't I, um, pray for this person? Or maybe I'm just supposed to, um, help them open the door or something. I mean, just even small promptings of kindness. I mean, we have that intuition that we know about, but, but a lot of it, if we're Christians, it's actually the Holy Spirit prompting us to do, mm-hmm. to do things. And if we, if we honor that and continue to, um, do what God's asking us to do throughout the day, um, it'll just get bigger as what you're seeing, what God's doing. It'll, he'll accentuate it. But you're not saying, or maybe you are saying, like you mentioned the Bible study, you're not saying have a Bible study every week at work. Uh, it, it, is it more of a do unto others type philosophy when it, you're at the it office? It is. It's, I mean, you can have a Bible study work. There's nothing right. wrong with that. I'm not eliminating that or saying, or, um, saying anything bad about that. It's, but it's not just that because again, that's inside the room. You're just having mm-hmm. a Bible study and then you go out and do your life and you don't really incorporate it. But this is, it is more of a, a do unto others, but at the same time, it's, you know, do unto others as God's telling you to do, not necessarily. I mean, it's, it's okay, being in yeah. tune with his heart and his mind. I mean, cause how do you deal with difficult people? I mean, a mm-hmm. lot of people would just say, Oh, I, I don't want anything to do with that. But the difficult person is actually the one he's wanting you to reach. And he's actually wanting you to grow also to understand that person. And, and because if everything's just easy, Mm-hmm. And, you know, then we don't really need him. So how does the Christmas story or the Christmas spirit uh, affect what we've just talked about? Well, I think it's, um, I think it's actually amazing. It's, I mean, we get so much into, you know, all the busyness, but it's, um, you know, the, Jesus is the hope uh, for this world. And him coming to earth sh- showed us as a person, I mean, he set aside his divinity and showed us how to be humans on earth and how to do it amazingly and mm-hmm. how to have a relationship with the father and with others. And so, um, so in a world where hopelessness has become PC, um, the world needs Jesus as hope. Um, it's really the only thing that, that solves all the anxiety and the depression. And when you, um, when you meet somebody at that level that, I mean, when you think about it, the God of the universe that you're in relationship with knows everything about everything and about everyone. And so if he's telling me something about you and giving me a word or, or something, and I share that with you, then that, that all of a sudden you're like going, man, he's real in my life. But how do you take what you just said and integrate that into your eight, eight hour work day? just with everything you do, whether it's, you know, here's what I have to do today. Here's the clients I'm, Mm -hmm. or the customers I'm wanting to touch or whatever. And, you know, it's, it's praying over them. And it's, you know, even when the phone rings, like just saying, you know, God, I just want to be present to what you're doing in this person's life. And so I want to solve their problem because that's a very Christian thing to do, right? Solve Mm -hmm. their problem. But I want to do it with love. I want to do it with grace. I want to do it with understanding. I want to, um, I, I just want to share who, more of who he is, the, his nature. But in order to do that, we have to have a relationship. We have to know who he is to do that. There's a lot of folks that don't have jobs where they interact with people on a regular basis. Sure. You know, they're not in customer service. They're not in sales. They may be in construction. 
uh, things along those lines. So how do they incorporate that, what you just said? Solving problems. So there's still, or a different way, how many times do you get stuck in construction or something isn't working out quite right? You're working, you're not, you may not be working, I mean, you you may not be working with customers, Mm -hmm. but you're working with other people or contractors or vendors. Um, And so, but whether, even if you're working alone by yourself, and you don't have any customer interaction, which I don't know exactly what that job would look like, but there might be that. Um, you still are trying to solve problems in a way that brings solutions to this world that other people haven't thought about. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a way, like, God, give me, a, a prayer could be, God, give me a, a better solution to solve this problem that's cheaper, better, faster for whoever I'm doing it for. The one thing I got from, you know, uh, the last couple of podcasts we did was the prayer doesn't have to be four Hail Marys or whatever. It just, it could be just as simple as one phrase to bring attention to what you're trying to accomplish or bring attention to the solution you're trying to provide for that person. Am I wrong there? No, absolutely not. It's, I mean, in first Thessalonians five, it tells us to pray continuously. Well, that's, that to me says it doesn't really start and stop with a, it's being in conversation with him all day long. Mm -hmm. It's, and I mean, you might look crazy if you're saying it out loud, which that's fine. Everybody looks a little crazy about something, but if you don't want to look crazy, it's still that inner, inner voice that you're saying, okay, God, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this now. And I'm worried about this. I'm like, bring your anxiety and all your cares to him and say, I'm, I'm really nervous about how this is going to go. Like, before I walked in to even do a podcast, I'm like, okay, I'm not sure exactly how Ron's going to do this. So God, what are you doing today? And how are you wanting to present yourself? So it's just being in that constant conversation. And then when something comes, then thanking him. Oh, thanks. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. It worked out way better than I thought it would. So it's how you would do relationship with anyone that you love and care for deeply. It, it, I'm, I'm getting the impression. It's almost like you want to adopt or accept the problems you're going to face that day rather than dread the problem. Because you mentioned last week that, or the last time we did this, that um, people always complain about their job. There's always problems, problems, problems. But right. That's what right. work is. If we can get over ourselves and just mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm going to put myself aside, but I'm just going to be the hands and feet of how God wants to solve these problems on earth. So God, use me. Here I am. Because I am excited about bringing God-sized solutions to earthly problems, and I get to do that. I mean, what an amazing opportunity as Christians that we get to bring solutions to the world that only God has thought about. And that's awesome. And you can do that, I don't want to say under the radar necessarily, but without anybody else in the office necessarily knowing what you're doing. It's okay if they do, but... Yeah, exactly. You can do it. I mean, if... I mean, a great study, if you want to dive into it, is go into Genesis, I think it starts 35, 36, chapter 35 or 36, and the story of Joseph. And just look at how he solved problems and because he was with God in all of it. I mean, in the worst situations, he was put in prison, he was sold into slavery, but every time he kept rising to the top wherever he was because he's paying attention to what God was doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the promise that we have. Anything, you know, anything that happens in scripture that happened to somebody else we have the promise that it can do god will do it for us and that's what a lot of the christmas season is is that promise that that jesus came that's right that promise and that hope that we don't we don't have to live according to the rules of this world and i don't mean that to be we're going to break every rule but we're raising the bar to where we shouldn't even be worried about what the rule is because we're living so far surpassed it um and bringing amazing things to it that um that people will look at us different and go, what, what is it? What is about them? And it's because we have Jesus, the hope in us, and we're spreading it 
throughout the world. So what Activate You wants to do, and my passion is, I want to turn that light on in every Christian and say, you are the hope here on this earth, and God wants to use you in a powerful way, no matter what you're doing, whether it's at home, at work, at church, in your neighborhoods, whatever you're doing, you are the solution to the problems that are around you. And how do they find out more about Activate You? It's um, Activate You, the letter U, dot U-S. And if they go out um, to the website, you can sign up for a newsletter, and I won't bother you. I'll just let you know what's coming. And if I get to be too much, just unsubscribe me. I will not take it personally whatsoever. And then the beginning of the year, we have deeper dives uh, for people into um, – into more of how to do this in a practical way. It's it's both theory, but it's also practical. And there'll be activations and all types of fun things that we can do. And it's also about taking a risk mm-hmm. um, with some things. And it's okay to fail. This has been God at Work, Chaplain Carla Green. Thanks. We'll Thank be back you. in a couple of weeks with another edition of God at Work brought to you by Activate You. Thanks, Ron. Muddy River News, our home. Our news.